This was the week of thankfulness. This was, I mean, if you think about Thanksgiving, Andrew Womack says this, it's really become one of the most all-around godly holidays we celebrate in the U.S. I know Easter is all about the resurrection. I know Christmas is all about the birth of Jesus. But those two particular holidays have become very commercialized, right? They've become very, and I'm not against that. I mean, I enjoy all that. I enjoy the Christmas parades, and I enjoy the season, and even some of the busyness that, that comes with all that stuff. I thoroughly enjoy it. So this isn't saying that's all bad and all negative. But, you know, Easter's, there's a little bit about a, a bunny rabbit on Easter. And, of course, there's a lot of focus on a, a big, you know, guy that throws presents down your chimney at Christmas. You know, Thanksgiving doesn't have anything like that. It's just about thankfulness. It's just about getting together with family, enjoying each other's company, and expressing gratitude. It's kind of nationally one of the most godly, Christ-centered holidays, if you think about it like that. I love talking about thankfulness. And, and, and I wanted to finish off um, this month and this week of Thanksgiving by talking about what thankfulness, what gratitude does in the spirit and does in your life. Because it's not just something we do uh, because we have to. It's not like it's, we just have to be thankful. We should be. I mean, we have every reason to be thankful. But there's not, it's not just a one-sided thing where we say thank you and, and the Lord is pleased. I mean, he enjoys our praise. He enjoys our worship. Praise, which thankfulness and praise can be completely alternated those two words thankfulness praise is just expressing our thankfulness to God right that's what praise is it's expressing gratitude with our words or our thoughts or even our emotions right so praise and thankfulness are interchangeable words it's not just something we do that God desires right it's not just something we do because it affects him and there's really not much we can do that affects God but we know our praise actually affects him because it brings him pleasure, right? It brings him pleasure. Our praise affects God, but that's not the only reason we do it. God made thanksgiving and thankfulness like a key that when we use it, when we realistically, in spirit and in truth, it's not like you can't just force it. You can't just say the word thank you. That's not a magic, it is a magic word, kids. Thank you is the magic words, and, and please and you're welcome. Those are all magic words. But thankfulness and just saying thank you, God, in and of itself is not magic. It's got to be more than words, right? Spirit and truth means it is more than words. It means you know that without the Lord, you'd be somewhere completely different in life. You know that without God, you wouldn't have uh, the family surrounding you that you have. You wouldn't be blessed the way you would. Some of you wouldn't be alive. Some of us wouldn't be alive without the divine intervention of the Lord. Some of us wouldn't be here today. Some of us, some of your testimonies involve being addicted and being an addict in your younger years. And you wouldn't have overcome those addictions and ended up where you're at right now if it hadn't been for the Lord. Thankfulness, gratitude is remembering those things where you were and where you are and expressing, whether it is internal or on the outside, this praise, this gratitude, this thankfulness. Lord, I wouldn't be who I am without you. Father, I desired with all of my heart when I was younger. I didn't, I didn't think about even careers as much as I thought about just having a family, a wife and kids. And I have the best wife. I have two amazing kids. 
Thank you, Father. You gave me the desires of my heart. Thank you that there's more desires on the inside. Let's thank him for the stuff that we haven't even seen yet. Thank you, Father. There's desires in my heart. And I know just like you have been fulfilling promises for my entire life, you are the God that completes what you started. And you will be faithful to complete these things that are in my heart that still haven't been completed. Thank you. Thank you. I had this thought this week and I even went over to the piano and just started singing it. It wasn't a pretty song, but I just had this thought that if the Lord never did anything else in my life, he's already been faithful to his word more than I could ever be on my own. If he never, if I never saw his hand, if I never saw another miracle in my entire life, he's already been more faithful than anybody else on earth. He's already done more than I could ever ask, think, or imagine. But he's so good, he never stops. He's so good, he never says, well, that's all. Now you're on your own. That's gratitude. That's thankfulness. It's not just a warm, fuzzy feeling. It's knowing that we would be nowhere without the love, the unconditional love of the Father. That there's not one of us who is less guilty than anybody else. That every one of us are the prostitute who is in the street in shame with people, stones raised up, ready to stone her. There are none of us who are more innocent than that lady But every one of us have the same Savior who disperses the crowd and looks at her and looks at us and says, where are your accusers? And then we look around and we say, there's nobody here accusing me. That is thankfulness. That is gratitude. That is gratitude. Gratitude will take you from certain ways you think and begin to shift your thinking to new ways. It will take you from being a victim in your mind to being a victor. That's something that gratitude does. It will move you from that victim mentality to a victor mentality. It will move you from sorrow to joy. Thankfulness will move you from having an anxious mind to having peaceful thoughts. Thankfulness will take you from being tense, grumpy, down in the dirt all the time. And it will move you into kindness, into gentleness. Do all these things sound a little familiar? Most of them can be called the fruits of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22, there's nine. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, meekness, self-control. These things become unlocked and active on the inside of you. And one of the ways to get these things flowing is gratitude, thankfulness, praise. Interchange those words. You might hear me interchange them through this whole message. I might say gratitude. I might say praise. I might say thankfulness. They're all the same thing. And it unlocks so many promises in your life. It unlocks that the fruits of the Spirit are not something we ask God for and beg for. It is the fruit, the outpouring, the, the fruit is what is produced on the inside of us when we say yes to Jesus. Now, whether we use that fruit is up to us. Just like you got to take an apple off a tree and eat it to enjoy the benefits of that apple, 
we know if you eat an apple a day, it keeps the doctor away, right? If that was really true, we would all be dumb to not just eat an apple every day, right? We would all be kind of dumb for not just taking an apple. Not every one of us should have an apple tree in our yard, go outside every day, pick it, eat it, keep that doctor away. If it was that simple, it'd be dumb to leave the fruit on the tree. Some of us have fruit on the tree of our spirit on the inside, and we're just not taking it off the vine and enjoying it and experiencing it. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, meekness, self-control. If any of those things hit your mind and you think, well, I just am not a patient person, you are agreeing with the natural flesh part of you. You are not agreeing with who you are on the inside. And let me tell you, who you are on the inside in your spirit, that's the real you. The part that you feel like is the real you, the flesh, that's not going to last forever. That's going to fade away. There's a part of you that will live forever. And I hope it's not in a million years from now when that inside part is still alive and this outside part has been gone for a million years. I hope that's not when we realize, oh, this is the real me. That wasn't. That part of you that's not patient, that part of you that's not kind, that part of you that's not loving unconditionally, for the believer, that is not the real you. That is not your nature. How do I get these things flowing and operating? How do I reach up, grab that fruit off the tree and eat it? One of the ways, not the only way, but one of the ways and what we're going to focus on today is thankfulness, gratitude. It is the key that unlocks all of these things. So let's talk about this first. When's a good chance to be thankful? When is a good chance to be grateful? Well, there's not really a bad chance. There's not really a wrong time to be grateful. This is a simple verse that we probably all know. You learned it in Sunday school, probably sang it with Salty the Songbook and the Donut Man. But Philippians 4.4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. You might just read over it. You might remember the melodies. But I want to remind you, most of you probably even know this, but I want to remind you that Paul wrote this from the depths of a prison. He had been imprisoned for no other reason but his faith. And not only was he imprisoned, the emperor who was keeping him there was Emperor Nero. And he was so wicked that the Christians at the time believed that he would eventually die, resurrect as the Antichrist. He was that bad. They were like, this guy is the Antichrist. I mean, Jesus had just walked the earth like a few years before, and they were like, hey, the time is coming close. The Antichrist is already here, right? That's how evil this guy was. And in the depths of that prison, with that guy in charge, Paul writes these words, hey, it's a good time to rejoice in the Lord. In fact, you should always do it. He was in that prison in physical chains, yet he found victory in his rejoicing, in his thanksgiving, in his praise. At one point, the chains literally fell off of him and every other prisoner when he lifted praise, when he expressed gratitude and thanksgiving. When is it a good time? When things aren't going right? Yeah. Is it a good time when things are going right? Yeah. Don't wait till they're going right, though. Just express your thankfulness. Find something to be grateful for. Find something to be grateful for and enter his gates, his presence with thanksgiving. It says in the book of Psalms, literally, 
uh, you can picture it as a key because David said you enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart. So you're standing at a gate. The gate is shut. You need a key to get in. You need somebody to open it. You can't just walk through a gate. It has to be opened. And David said, here's how you go through the gate with thanksgiving in your heart. It is the key to these ancient doors that lead straight to the presence of God. Does that mean he wasn't there and all of a sudden he is here? No, he was here the whole time. But when we express thanksgiving, there is an awareness of his presence within us that we just don't have without thanksgiving. It doesn't move him into our presence. It moves us into his presence through our mind, with our thoughts. And we know when we are in his presence, the word says we experience and encounter fullness of joy. When his presence We'll talk about this in the next few weeks. But when the baby was born, when Jesus was born in the manger, an angel appeared and he said, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. You know, there was just as much war happening after he said that than before. There was just as much strife on earth, physically in the natural, after he said that than before. But he said, peace on earth. Because at that point, a baby, a man who was fully man and fully God arrived on earth, this planet, and he was the very embodiment of peace himself. It's not a place, it's not an emotion, it's a person. And the person of Jesus, the person of peace arrived on earth and created peace between God and man by taking away that one nasty, disgusting thing that kept us away from God, which was our sin. He took our sin and he washed it away on the cross. And now we have peace between us and God and we can experience it and take it into every part of our lives. And one of the ways we get that peace active is gratitude, thankfulness, praise. Paul could have been a victim. He could have been a sad, pitiful victim sitting in that prison. He could have written a letter that said, poor, pitiful me, I'm being in prison simply because of what I believe. He could have said, they're not feeding me good. He could have said, uh, they're not, we don't get to play games in here. There's not an Xbox in jail. There's not whatever. He could have written all this stuff and he could have been a victim. But he said, no, we're going to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. He said, I've learned to be content no matter what I have in life. There's some people that become a victim when people oppose your political views on Facebook, right? You get all sad and upset about that. I mean, this guy's in prison. If anybody could be a victim, he's got it. Multiple shipwrecks. I mean, I, he, he shipwrecked when God told him to go somewhere. He's like, you told me to get on this boat. He's floating in the water for a couple days. And then he gets on the shore, he's sitting by a campfire getting warm, and a snake bites him. A poisonous snake. Was there anybody who was more of a victim than Paul? I don't know. But you know what? He wasn't a victim. He was a victor. And he wrote in some of the darkest times in his life, this is a great time to rejoice in the Lord. And if you didn't catch it, again... I say, re 
rejoice. Man, so when is it a good time to praise? When is it a good time to be thankful? When is it a good time to express gratitude? All the time. Every time. No matter what is going on. It'll actually, this is a warning. If you're not a happy person, it'll actually make you happy. So warning, if you don't want to be happy, thankfulness makes you happy. It's like when you see the medicine or whatever on TV and there's 30 seconds of people being happy and 45 seconds of the side effects. Here's your side effects of thankfulness. It makes you happy. It might make you joyful. It'll make your anxiety leave. Uh, it'll give you strength when you're weak. It will, it will cause you to all of a sudden realize you're not in the presence only of a dark world that's, that's going a different direction from you, but you're in the presence of God Almighty who loves you, who is for you. Who is for you? And if he's for you, who can be against you? These are your side effects. These are your side effects. So warning to everybody, warning to everybody who tries to take this pill, there's a lot of side effects. I don't know. You might not want them. You might want to stay. You might like being a victim. You might have got what you want one time by complaining or being a victim and your brain rewired some electrodes and said, ooh, do this again next time. Throw the tantrum and get what you want. It's time to rewire your thinking, right? And how do you do it? Paul told us in Romans 12 too, you do it by renewing your mind to the word of God. If you don't, you will conform to this world and this world will teach you whoever throws the biggest tantrum gets what they want. You don't have to do that. You don't have to live in that miserable way. You can be thankful. You can praise God in every season, no matter what's going on. And you can experience real joy, real peace. We're going to come back to that in a second. Right now, I'm going to talk about something else that opens. Another one of the fruits of the Spirit, faith. Thankfulness unlocks faith in your life. You have the faith of Jesus on the inside of you. Some people... Uh, mix up the words belief and faith. The word says that the same faith Jesus operated in is on the inside of you. It is in your spirit. Now, sometimes we're like the guy who Jesus says, do you believe I can heal your son? And he said, I believe, help my unbelief. And Jesus healed his son. Sometimes we deal with unbelief. Sometimes we need to differentiate from faith and unbelief. You've got all the faith you ever need. In fact, Jesus said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. He wasn't calling people out and saying, look how little your faith is. No, he was saying, you got way more than that. Be encouraged. If your faith was just this small, you can move a mountain. You got all the faith you need. You got to get it activated. Faith is like a muscle. The more you work it out, the more it moves, the stronger it gets, right? And one of the ways you work it out, we just talked about this a few weeks ago, is getting out unbelief. So go listen to that one. It was from a few weeks ago. You can find it online or on our podcast or whatever. But you have faith. It is a gift of the Holy Spirit, a fruit of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And thankfulness unlocks it. Colossians 2 verse 7 says, Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. In other words, thanksgiving and faith go hand in hand. Another way to say what Paul is saying here is that we abound in faith through and with thanksgiving. Man, that's powerful. If you want to see your faith activated, 
One of the ways you do it, it's not by sitting around saying, faith, activate, 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 activate. That'd be great. There was, again, some magic words we could just say, and it activated our faith. Or if we were, like, like 80s cartoon, whatever, I'm picturing like Voltron with the keys, and they're like, activate, interlock. And the lions became one big fighting machine, right? There's no key that activates the interlock of faith that we have in the natural but there is a key called thankfulness and thanksgiving, and it activates faith on the inside of us. It activates. It makes it, it brings it to life. It causes it to move. I've told this story here lots of times, so I'm just going to tell a quick version. But Judah was born, and, and we were so thankful for our son that we were told he, he couldn't hear in one of his ears. And I'm telling you, it was so strange. It didn't even register to us that this lady was telling us he was deaf. We didn't call a prayer meeting. We didn't have a prayer service. We didn't even lay hands on him and pray. It was like it didn't click in our brains. We were just worshiping in the hospital room. We, we were enjoying our son, our daughter. Ava was two at the time, and she was meeting Judah. And it was beautiful. And we were just focused on the Lord and, and worshiping in that hospital room. It was the next day they came in and said, hey, we read the test. It's never wrong, but he has perfect hearing. So I guess it was wrong yesterday. And it was like that was kind of the first time it registered. Oh, yeah, you told us yesterday that he couldn't hear. Right. We just were thanksgiving. We were just filling up our hearts, our minds, the room with gratitude and things that we didn't even notice. Oh, man, the Lord, you're touching Judah's ear. He can't hear today, but he's going to be able to hear tomorrow. It's like it just happened. And faith is like that. Faith is like that. As you become thankful and you express that, your faith is going to be moving in ways in the natural you don't even see. You don't even know. You're going to end up in a place and say, how did I get here? How did I just end up at the right place at the right time? Your faith took you there. You didn't physically see it and say, oh, my faith is leading me in this direction. But you started to express your gratitude. You created a lifestyle of praise and you didn't know it, but your faith was leading you in that direction during that moment. And you are somehow aware of it. You are somehow aware of it and you'll end up in the right place at the right time. You'll end up hearing the right message at the right time that speaks to you. You'll have an answer at work for a problem. You'll get promotions. Man, you'll, you'll, you'll have, grow in favor with God and man. That's what Jesus did and that's what we can do too because we're just like him. As he is in this world, so are we. So here's another warning. Thankfulness will activate your faith. That's another side effect. It will activate your faith. Man, that's good, good news for me. That's good news for you too. You know, Jesus knew that we would really have to rely on faith at different times in our life. And he taught us how to pray in the book of Matthew. In Matthew 6, 9 through 13, you guys probably all know the Lord's Prayer by heart. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know this prayer. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Notice that there's a lot in there about the day-to-day, -day, daily bread, right? Help, lead us not into temptation. Forgive us our debts. Help us to forgive others. Lots of stuff about the day-to-day, -day, completely sandwiched with Praise and thankfulness in the beginning. Hallowed be your name. That means you're holy. You're set apart. And then there's another 
little bun of thankfulness on the other side that says yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Now, I think about sandwiches a lot. And this is another one of those verses that has a sandwich. We talked about a sandwich of, uh, a few weeks ago, and this is another verse that's a sandwich. This one is a thankfulness sandwich. Jesus said you're going to need faith to see your daily bread. You're going to need faith to forgive others. You're going to need faith to, to not fall to temptation. So you know what? Let's go ahead and activate that with the beginning and the ending of this prayer. Hallowed be thy name. Thankfulness. Yours is the kingdom, power, and the glory. Thankfulness. He knew that was going to activate our faith and lead us. So thankfulness unlocks the promise of faith, one of the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Second one I'm going to talk about here, only one more after this. Uh, it gets rid of anxiety. It unlocks peace in your life. If you are an anxious person in my flesh, I'm going to be completely real with y'all. I always am. I can be very anxious. I can be a worrier in my flesh. I know when I'm starting to get in my flesh because I will start worrying about everything. I'll think about conversations I had. Did I say that right? Is that person, uh, were they offended when I said that, right? When I'm not walking in my flesh, I don't think those things, right? Is this going to go wrong? Is this going to go wrong? Whatever it is, in my flesh, I'm anxious and I'm a worrier. But I'm not only this part of me, the real part of me. My spirit is filled with peace. It's wall-to-wall -wall Holy Ghost, and there's perfect peace in there, and thankfulness gets rid of that anxiety and causes peace to rise up. Yeah. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7, another verse that Paul wrote from the depths of a prison. He said, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need, and you can read that part with me. Thank Him for all He has done. Let's say that part again. And thank him for all he has done. Now watch the next verse. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. So if your prayer sounds something like this, God, why am I not experiencing your peace? Why do I feel so much anxiety? Why am I dealing with fear all the time? If those prayers sound familiar, you will experience his peace, which exceeds your understanding. Rewind back to the verse before. How? Please tell me how. Well, he just did. We will rewind. We're almost there. We are rewinding. We will just read it from right here. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he's done. Since we've already talking about side effects of medication, let's just stick with the medical theme for a minute. Have you ever been given a prescription, right? This is how you will get better. Here's how you will get rid of worry. Step one, pray about it instead of worrying. So when you feel worry, that's a good sign. Oh, this is something I should pray about. Have you ever said, I don't know what to pray or how to pray? When you feel worry, rise up. Be excited because God is saying, hey, that's how you pray. Pray about it right now. Well, how do I do it? How do I pray about what I'm worried about? Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. God, I'm worried about this situation. He's not afraid of your situation. God, this is causing concern in my heart. I can't stop thinking about it. I need peace. I need answers. That's step two. Tell him what you need. And step three, the kicker. Don't stop before you complete the prescription because you need all of it. Step three, thank him for all he's done. 
And then, fast forward to the next verse, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds all of our understanding. Step one, tell Him what you need. Pray about it, step one. Step two, tell Him what you need. Step three, thank Him for what He's done. It gets rid of the anxiety. It causes peace to rise in your heart. And doesn't it make sense what we talked about his presence dwells in our praises. His presence dwells in our praises. When we are thankful, it unlocks that gate to his courts and we step through. And can you imagine being in the courts of God Most High, sitting in front of him, looking at him in his radiance, his majesty, and feeling anything other than perfect peace, perfect joy. It's that real. You may not see it with your eyes, but we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. When we are thankful, when we praise, when we express that gratitude, it is just as real as walking into any physical court any king has ever had. Not even just as real, more real, because those kingdoms aren't here anymore. Those kings end up in the ground. But we have a king that was in the ground and came right out and will never be in the ground again. God's prescription for anxiety. Pray about it. Tell him what you need. Thank him for what he's done. Praise, thankfulness, gratitude. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Thankfulness unlocks the promise of peace in your life. And how about this one? Thankfulness. Rejoicing, gratitude gives you strength. It gives you strength. So when is it a good time to express your thankfulness? Always, no matter what's happening. And what are some of the things it unlocks? Well, we've talked about peace. We talked about joy. We talked about faith. And here we are. It gives you strength. You know the story of Nehemiah. Israel had been exiled. They were living in a foreign land, and Nehemiah found favor with the king, and he said, what do you want? He says, my city is lying in ruins. I want to rebuild the walls to my city. So he got permission to go rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, rebuild their city, and they got attached because nobody wanted them to rebuild this city. So you, the story and the picture we have of Nehemiah and his army, the Bible says that they were putting bricks up on the wall with one hand, but they had to keep a sword in their other hand. They were literally fighting off people while they were building the walls. And what does Nehemiah encourage his people with in chapter 8, verse 10? He says, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, the send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. This day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. He was saying, be encouraged because the joy of the Lord is your strength. These guys were physically weak. They were building and fighting all at one time. Have you been there? Have you felt like you're building as much as you can? You're creating a life for your family. You're working hard. You're building, but it's like you always have to fight. Listen, this is just a world that you are not going in the same direction as the world. In the natural, you could just give in, walk in the same direction as the world and have no resistance. But Jesus told us, 
there will be trouble in this world. But fear not, I've overcome the world. He's preparing a place for us. It's so encouraging, right? Don't forget, though, about the first part of the promise. The second part is great. We all love it. We have peace. We can experience it. He's building us a place. The first part was we will have trouble. But there's this great part in the middle. But fear not. Don't let the trouble overcome you. He's given us joy. He's given us strength, right? And his joy will be our strength. Joy, rejoicing, thankfulness, gratitude is strength in the spirit. It is strength. Those are the same thing. Joy and thankfulness is strength. If you need strength, try thankfulness, gratitude, praise. It is your strength according to the book of Nehemiah. And here's something great that uh, it's really cool and you can just pass over it a hundred times if you read it a hundred times. If you don't, uh, if the Holy Spirit doesn't just point this out to you. But in Psalm chapter 8 verse 2, it says, out of the mouth of Old, old language here, right, from David, King James, uh, is the translation is, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, so nursing children, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, you have ordained strength, right? You can, what does that mean, right? We could talk about it all day. Here's what we're going to get at, though. Jesus quotes this verse. Uh, years and years later, David's gone, this psalm has been written. Uh, Jesus quotes this verse, and if you look in your Bible, you have a chain reference. And in Matthew 21, 6, uh, or Matthew 21, 16, beside the verse, it'll have a little star. You look at the star, and it'll tell you the Old Testament reference for what Jesus said. It's Psalm chapter 8, verse 2. Jesus says in Matthew 21, 16, as he quotes this verse, he says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings you have ordained praise. That's what it says. You have ordained praise. He interchanged the word praise with the word strength. He used them as if they were the exact same word, as if he's trying to tell us something. Your praise, your gratitude, your thankfulness is strength in the spirit. And if you are weary in your flesh, if you are tired, if you feel like you have been building and fighting all at the same time, take some time. I'm so glad we got a song list today that was all about thankfulness. And Austin said, I don't even know you were preaching on it. I think he might have. I mean, it's Thanksgiving week. But he's like, he's like, all the songs are about thankfulness. It was perfect, right? It was awesome. I'm so glad that's how we started this service, was just every song lifting up gratitude and thanksgiving. Because sometimes the holidays can make you a little bit weary. Were you cleaning your house a little bit more, right? You got to sweep the floors, make it look pretty. You have guests coming, right? That's just little stuff, right? But there's big stuff that we all are going through, probably every one of us in here could talk about something big that we're going through that has taken strength from us in the natural every day. Jesus said, out of the mouth of babes in the Old Testament, you've ordained strength. Jesus said, he ordained praise. Praise and watch that strength start to rise from within you, start to rise from the real part of you. Praise, thankfulness, unlocks joy which we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. So that's another side effect. Sorry for all these side effects. This whole message is about side effects. But the side effects of thankfulness, the side effects of picking the fruit off the tree and actually enjoying it and eating it, that fruit of the tree of the spirit, the tree of life that's on the inside of you. You want to get that fruit active. Thankfulness, it unlocks joy. That joy is strength 
in the spirit. It unlocks strength. It gets rid of anxiety and it unlocks peace. And not only that, it unlocks faith and gets your faith moving. And the things you've been believing for that you haven't seen, thankfulness in so many cases is the key that unlocks that faith to move you that last step in that last direction when you start to see it in the natural. You know, faith is the substance of things hoped for. In other words, those things you're hoping for, faith takes it and makes it have substance, makes it real. If it's just hopes, it's just on the inside, but you have faith, it makes it real. Takes you from being a victim to a victor, from sorrow to joy, anxious to peaceful, tense to kind, harsh to gentle. We could talk about how it unlocks every one of those fruits of the Spirit. There's nine of them. We could talk about how it unlocks so many more things, but we're going to stop right there. I think if we apply this, I think we could all be a little better, a little, uh, have, a, have a little bit of a, a, a more of a special encounter with the Lord and have a better holiday season and just see victory in our lives. If we make a commitment to the rest of this month, really the rest of our lives, but let's just think about the holiday season. I mean, in all the busyness, and all the got to get gifts for this person and that person, all the take care, all the, all the taking care of everything. Don't move so fast and don't move uh, and get so busy that you don't take time daily to express your gratitude, to be thankful, to say thank you. Maybe make a little journal, a little holiday journal. I mean, sometimes when we write something down, it, it, it kind of becomes more real to us, right? When you write it down. That's why we take notes and things like that. I mean, just grab a little notebook and put it by your bed. Wake up in the morning. Just write out something you're thankful for, right? Just anything like that. Anything that will spark some gratitude on the inside of you. Because as the band comes up, I'm going to go over these side effects one last time. Because we need to get them on the inside of us. We need to know about these side effects. If you, if you, Express your gratitude if you let a heart of thankfulness rise up on the inside of you. If you praise, if you praise the Lord in every season. Here's your side effects. It will unlock joy. Joy in the Spirit is strength. And you will, instead of being weary, instead of only being able to focus on the fight, on the building, right? You will have a strength that rises up. You'll say, where did that come from? It won't even be a second wind. It will just be a wind. Man, this is a whole message. But man, Mary Cavell, is a, she's one of the elders here. She rides bikes and she was telling us about how you can ride in a group and the person in the front of the line creates wind that makes it physically easier for every person behind to ride. Because that first person is... Is, is breaking the wind resistance that you would experience behind. Man, there's a wind of God that when we just follow what he's doing, we get caught in that wind. The Bible says that we will run and not grow weary. We will walk and not faint. Why? Because the Lord goes before us. He is breaking. He is, he is, is breaking and, and taking the resistance from the wind away from the rest of us. He's the atmosphere. We'll talk about that probably in a whole message one day soon because I've just been thinking about it. But that was the other side effect of gratitude and thankfulness. 
joy unlocks, that becomes your strength. Anxiety goes away, peace rises up. Activate your faith. Activate your faith in a way that maybe some of us haven't seen it activated in a long time. Thankfulness, praise is the key. It is the key to the presence of the Lord. We enter his gates with thanksgiving in our heart. We enter his courts with praise. We'll say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made best side effects you'll ever have. Let's put it in action. Let's stand together for a few moments and let's use this key right now as we worship and close the service out. Amen.